listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I'm so appalled. Spalding ball. Balling Donald Trump taking dollars from y'all. Baby, you're fired if your girlfriend high, but if you don't mind, I'ma keep you on call. We about a law. We don't give a fuck about y'all. I got dolls that'll chew a fucking hole through the wall. But since we all lovers, I need more rubbers. And if they don't use rubbers, need more covers. Housekeeping. I mean, goddamn, one time, let it be a bad bitch sweeping. That know we get O's like Cheerios. That's no because they seen us in the videos that know the day that you play me will be the same day mtv play videos hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen we're in the house on a wednesday that's right guys it is wednesday happy star wars day may the 4th that's right guys may the 4th be with you uh the day that we celebrate star wars i wore two different star wars shorts shirts today that's how much i was excited about may the 4th does it can we see it today can we see star wars what do you mean i mean shit. we own it we can just go in there and watch Not it star wars shit don't think of captain america my bad <sighs> <laughs> shit i but i but if it put it in the theater again i gonna see this sucker for the fifth time yeah, what kind of nerd are you <laughs> captain america and star wars confused it's not even the same it's not even like star wars star trek that's not even close to the same oh no it's not close to the same i'm just i'm just very excited about captain america so i'm like shit could we watch it today okay All right. <laughs> well for everybody not. that loves star wars <laughs> may the fourth be with you I suck as and a nerd. i hope you guys are enjoying uh your star wars day i hope you celebrate i saw people getting dressed in cosplay and stuff and go, taking pictures i saw a muslim woman that had a uh one of those like head cover things but it was actually uh made up to look like princess leia's braid uh Aww. hair thing so uh it was dope man i'm glad to see so many people from around the world celebrating with me uh you know so may the fourth be with all y'all um also uh white people the show you're looking for is yesterday mm-hmm so if you're here specifically because you wanted to recap a game of thrones we did it a day early yep and i know a lot of y'all only check in every wednesday so you can hear the review it's tuesday this week yeah, so, so you can stop pause and go play yesterday's show yeah and we know you won't be back so y'all go ahead it's cool but uh the rest of y'all that chose to stay you know the real fans we appreciate y'all for sticking around um and uh hopefully they'll go there and enjoy uh you know our game of thrones recap mm-hmm. uh the official weapon of the show is the taser the unofficial sport it's is bullet ball a bullet ball extreme and today marks day 504 that bobby schmurder has been locked up in jail on two million dollars bail not being lowered um they actually moved him from my understanding now people don't even know what what where he's at oh no. shit he just missing in action who knows what they doing they transferred him somewhere anyway that's um, not a good sign that's not a good sign uh today's show is triple sponsored it's sponsored of course by shadow dog productions they would like you to go to their youtube page that's right shadow dog productions on uh youtube uh just go there i think it's just shadow dog production no s on youtube go there give them a thumbs up like their videos watch them leave a comment you know they get those views they get those clicks they know that you know the show is um promoting them and that that they're getting their money's worth so shadow dog production on 
uh youtube make sure you guys take the time out to do that because like i said it always helps us out and really that's what you all should be trying to do Mm -hmm. i mean i feel like you know the right thing to do will be a lot of y'all uh you know taking care of that stuff for us all right we appreciate y'all uh also we're brought to you by bevel this episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today and use the code free tbgwt and you can get your first month free at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com code free tbgwt uh so make sure you guys take advantage of that and then also we have a sexier sponsor um let me see what sexy music do i have um maybe we can take it back and back in the day um let's see what we got here nope not that oh how about how about this Adam and Eve wants to help you take some deep, sexy, sensual breaths. Mm-hmm. All y'all. Basically, Adam and Eve is trying to hook you up for free. You go to Adam and Eve, and they want to give you half off of just about anything. You pick out the item, you getting half off, okay? Put it in your cart, put in code TBGWT, and then they'll say, oh, in addition to half off, we got some magical gifts for you. We got three free adult DVDs and a free exclusive gift called a clip bumper. Mm-hmm. Get the bump in that clip. <laughs> it's not going to bump itself, y'all. And to top it off, they even throw in free shipping on your entire order. What do you have to do to do it? It's easy. I already told you. Just go to adamandeve.com and pick out one item. It could be like lingerie. It could be like a movie it could be uh like you know whips and chains and paddles they got all kinds of ergonomical design stuff for you to have sex on so that you don't hurt your backs and your joints and stuff they got all kinds of things they thought about it okay these people are in the sex business all right so all you gotta do go to adam and Eve, pick out the thing get half off put in code tbgwt and you'll get your free shipping you get your free dvds you get your free exclusive gift that's adamandeve.com code tbgwt think about it all right let's get into let's get into the news and all that random stuff you know i was thinking about today though before we even start the show what's up um you know how old people always breaking their hips mm-hmm. particularly women for osteoporosis i don't think that's what's happening mm, what do you mean i think old people is fucking Did that and they true? breaking their hips having sex but then they tell that lie that they fell down or that or whatever uh, they they lie because they don't want to be judged by everybody who think old people just supposed to die and stop having sex no people you don't have it as frequently but yeah i I think they have sex and they have to drag themselves from the bed all the way to the stairs Mm -hmm. and then pretend that they fell down the stairs and call they call their daughters (laughs) or their sons and be like oh i fell down the stairs i need life alert oh 
uh, call, check the nursing home. People got to deal with old people getting STDs. They is fucking. Yeah, I bet Life Alert really had to make a whole lot of call, suspect calls up the stairs of people's bedrooms and be like, oh, this is not at all how you described it on the phone. <laughs> you said you <laughs> fell down the stairs, old lady. It's like, well, I kind of did, you know? Um, <laughs> so anyway, that's something I was just thinking about. Yeah, that, and I, that does happen. And then you have the ones that, Mm-hmm. i really just fragile you bump into a uh a, a corner and your hip broke mm, that's what they want us to believe i think they all fucking no nah, i think <laughs> no just, so some of them actually do hurt themselves but nah, yeah nah because they because then which ones of them would admit to it so that's how you know they lying you know they all fucking <laughs> not all of them but yeah, yeah i they, agree it's all 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. i know That can only mean one thing, guys. Time for some of that LGBTQ news. Mm-hmm. We got all kinds of news. Uh, it's been a while since we did this segment, so stuff has been piling up. Yes, it is. Uh, let's see. What should we talk about first? Uh, Hillary Clinton was pandering to gay people, as she is wont to do. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows I love me a good panda. Lie to me, baby. I ain't that the truth. You do to everybody else. Earn these votes. Anyway, Hillary Clinton uh, wore leather <laughs> and joked about being a fashion icon and vows to fight for transgender rights and both she would defeat Trump at an LGBT event. The event was attended by Rosie O'Donnell and tennis star Billie Jean King. Uh, she came out in a black leather jacket and joked, don't you just love my jacket? <laughs> she is not a fashion icon, but that jacket is cute. Uh, her pantsuits are the envy of many people all over the world karen mm. you know i wonder I, i've never you know i'm not into the drag culture so i don't know but i wonder if, if like and i know drag isn't necessarily same as lgbtq obviously but you just this made me think because you were talking about fashion i wonder if there are men who dresses uh hillary clinton for drag mm, they might be you know i wonder yeah. if there's yeah, that's I, like a popular choice i can see people doing she got them sensible pantsuits on lock right in suits no um, no skirts you, you see her in pants yeah i don't think i've ever seen hillary clinton in a dress Mm-mm. nope she's like nope i will be treated just like a man with pants one of those a choice she had to make a long ass time ago yes sir because for some reason when people see skirts and knees they don't take you fucking seriously so you're like nope i gotta wear pants i mean you know you can still make the choice to wear a skirt and still demand respect but it's sad but as you particularly as you like kind, kind of climb the corporate ladder and go up is is uh, is somewhat frowned upon for women to wear boy skirts yeah i guess it's just weird to me because it's this idea like you know like people say like oh i wish michelle obama could run for president if she ever ran for president would she have to suddenly start coming on stage in like sensible pantsuits and stop being the 
daring fashion icon that she is you know what i mean like we can't take her serious with her arms showing like that's how puritanical our society can be at times so ridiculous it is dumb she says um so yeah she uh showed up she um also um said that uh, i thought really hard about what i wear tonight being a fashion icon this is my one and only piece of leather clothing <laughs> uh so you know of course she has a lead she had a lead over bernie sanders at the time and stuff like that she also stopped by a luxury hair salon earlier in the day um uh well she charged six and they charged six hundred dollars for a cut and blow dry damn falling a unicorn come out and does this i don't understand what what is fucking special what's so special i mean in all fairness her hair was her hair was on fleek after she left that um salon though you know six hundred dollars you know gotta look good shit i better glow when i leave that bitch look at her she was smiling and everything looking like girl and i left fried and died and laid my shit to the side for six hundred dollars put some juices and berries on this shit uh so yeah she was paying it to the gay people good for them man, i don't blame her get y'all panda man demand y'all shit now before they get in office and be like i never said that correct uh, <laughs> correct let's see uh, anti-gay church is about to be closed due to unpaid bills and reopened as a center for homeless lgbtq lgbq uh lgbt youth and it is uh at law home of reverend james dr manning ha <laughs> so he couldn't pay them bills we kept talking about what his congregation was yeah he uh apparently lost gonna lose the church over unpaid debt mm-hmm. it, it, uh, it was him and the cameraman that was it with nobody else in that piece yeah so it, they, they think it should open up um as a center for lgbtq youth i mean lgbt youth i keep saying q because i have it but uh the article just said t um but yeah it should be opening up uh so i I would like that or a starbucks either one is fine (laughs) yeah no semen lattes you know he would hate that shit Mm -hmm. selling they're making semens over there for the gay peoples and then they putting it in the lattes and selling it right on the street (laughs) yeah yeah he'll come back he'll record in his basement how much semen in his coffee i feel bad if i was his assistant right because them don't them don't do members of the church let me smell this coffee that's a lot of semen smell semeny i said two creams not two queens in my coffee uh-huh. <laughs> i want to two skirts some squirt some milk not two squirts of semen uh ex hamster has relaxed their um their ip restrictions on north carolina uh and now it doesn't say anything because you know this is my site of choice guys this is this this is when the lgbt hate hit me right in the heart okay the hatred in my state was catching me up in the wave i said how you gonna block my porn access i'm trying my best but i understood you know me too i understood them taking a stand people had to make take a stand and i was willing to sacrifice and go without for y'all okay but then they changed it and it just asked like are you supporting this bill or no and if you say no then you can look at the site if you say yes then i guess you can't look at it It'll probably send you to like the jesus christ church of jesus and latter-day saints or something i don't know <laughs> all i know is they relaxed it to that and now it doesn't say anything but just so y'all know update for y'all porn peoples uh 
although i figure if you're in the porn you probably already know this now uh let's see what else happened um oh here's something horrible uh james dixon has been sentenced to 12 years for killing a black trans woman islan Nett- nettles oh who was the james dixon uh he's the murderer of a trans woman named islan nettles That's oh i thought it was somebody said. famous i was like Ooh, yeah. no he's not i mean he's not famous he's a he's a murderer but i think you just walk right by the most shocking part of this which is that 12 years that's it that's it though which is sad you know it's like well it's a trans life so let's not count this as a full murder conviction or anything i mean we don't want to you shouldn't miss out on your whole life just for killing this person their, their life isn't worth worth a whole a whole sentence he killed this this black transgender woman after flirting with her and then finding out she was not a cisgender woman and he's only been sentenced to 12 years on manslaughter charges for his attack um he's 25 and he said he had been fooled by a transgender days before and that it was blind fury that drove him to attack 21 year old islam nettles so number one so much shit here but number one the gay panic attack why do we allow this to even be a tactic in american courtrooms you know like it's not a defense Mm -mm. it's not even a mitigating factor you should not be able to say i panicked because this person was gay therefore i killed them you know that's not reasonable right and of course i mean in this case this is a trans person not gay but you know what i mean like they call it the gay panic defense but trans panic as well like whatever it is you should not be allowed to say my immediate reaction was to kill this person and i should be able to put this forward as a defense to my mind state in the court of law and they should be able to go okay well let's mitigate his sentence and say uh just manslaughter 12 years Mm -mm, nope you need to serve all the time and also she black so that also plays Mm -hmm. a role you know how black lives don't really count that much and trans lives and don't and, and don't intersect you you actually double the punishment here's the other part i wanted to mention i don't a lot of times i don't believe these guys Mm -mm. like when they say oh i um yeah i i i got fooled the other day too or maybe you're in denial that you're this is what you're into or somebody found out or you didn't want nobody to know or somebody brought it up to your attention or they said something because they knew this person was transgender and you transgendered and you panicked yeah that happened with um another person we talked about where the guy it was found out by his friends and then he felt the need to go and assault this woman to prove a point about his masculinity to his friends like nah i ain't fuck that bitch man nah nah there's a nigga all this shit so then he goes down to prove himself by being violent towards this person that he was intimate with not just you know not even that long ago you know because it's like it's a slap in my face to even to have slept with this person what kind of man would i be if i didn't attack this person now yeah because they're not comfortable in their own sexuality so he reportedly tried to hit on nettles when the two passed each other in the street when his friends started to taunt him he reacted angrily and asked if she was a man he then hit nettles in the face so hard she fell back on the pavement striking her head he hit her again while she was on the ground nettles was taken to a hospital later and died of her injuries holy shit Mm-hmm. and all he got was 12 years exactly where we started mm-hmm. um 
i don't care what people do dixon told the police at the time i just don't want to be fooled my pride is at stake so his pride over her life in a victim impact statement nettles mother had no mercy or forgiveness for dixon's brutal assault on her child i hope you die i will hate you for the rest of my life for taking something that belonged to me your mother can see you every day and say i love you i can't hear that i'm subjected to seeing my child on a mantle i had eight children and never thought i'd have to bury one i had the best of both worlds with island a son and a daughter nettles father anthony munden blasted dixon's lenient sentence 12 years is nowhere near the appropriate sentence for the man that didn't care that she was already unconscious when she hit the ground and mercilessly continued to pummel her as she lay there unconscious and defenseless um by the way uh not that it's any consolation but i do appreciate both of these parents for um like not coming in and being like he was named james and y'all will say that and you know like they did with with uh like sometimes trans people would die get killed and then the parents will be like well here's our chance to come and put in their obituary that they a man you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like or or what you know them. right it's almost like an extra level of disrespect because i mean they're dead and this is their you know the the wish to be preferred preferred to as a certain gender as a certain uh name and then you just like i strip all this of you i'm more important than your autonomy and that and the memory of you and all, i'm more important than that uh so i appreciate but i appreciate that her her parents being that uh vocally supportive but it just sucks that it has to come in this way um a district attorney recommended a 17 year sentence man that's it dixon reached a plea deal that was sentenced tuesday 12 years and five years probation um 25 transgender women of color have been killed in the u.s since Islam nettles death so yeah when you consider there's not very many then you think about that number it's dangerous as fuck to be trans in america right especially trans of color right and that's one thing and it's it's so crazy when people talk about it and shit like that and they act like when people are trans and they actually like come out or they're going through the transformation and things like that just being ridiculed and studies and statistics show particularly uh women of color like people that are are are, are uh, trans uh going from um men to women a lot of times they end up homeless they have a hard time of employment a lot of times they end up being prostitutes and end up going to the sex industry a lot of times they can't pay for their medications they can't pay for their bills a lot of times their family disown them it's a lot that goes into this so when people you know come out and think that you know it's cool to to harass my in the fucking bathroom on top of the other things that they have to deal with like what the fuck is wrong with you and because this does not happen to straight people a lot of straight people have a tendency to just separate themselves because it doesn't affect them directly yeah uh six male athletes came out at yale and created lgbt student athlete support group good six lgbt athletes at yale have come together to create a support group specifically for gay legend bisexual and trans and questioning athletes the athletes spanning across several sports met each other casually through mutual connections and quickly realized the need for support uh for a support group while all six of the founding athletes are men they have told the yale daily news that a top priority is to bring more lgbt women into the group as locker room issues and other hurdles exist across genders 
there used to be an organization at yale for athletes and allies yet the group apparently didn't speak to the needs of the lgbt athletes and focus too much on the allies something we've seen other on other occasions with ally groups yep yeah when it comes to allies it's our issues not really yours <laughs> well then there's this whole hurdle it's why i know and i know it's semantics i know it's semantics but it's why i don't ever call myself any type of ally mm. and i don't ever want to be referred to as such and i don't ever i don't really run in spaces like i don't want allies with the things that i'm into like i like good people i like people that supportive of right. good causes but the the label of an ally it just only leads to these fucking like these whiny what about me people and it's always like i take away my allyship when i disagree with something y'all did or you know i'm cool with this as long as i'm never really under attack like as long as it's benefiting me and my cause yeah like i don't i don't even like the phrasing of it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and and i'm I'm not knocking people who like to use those phrases and i'm not even saying it's not necessary or i don't understand i do and i understand it's difficult it's just something i don't like personally because in a lot of cases those people become fucking energy eaters because they show up and it's like well what about me you know like i'm like i still have my privilege and it needs to be addressed as part of whatever you're doing so uh, okay let we're gonna have a meeting i want to be the one to speak it's like well no no no, you you don't get to speak well why not because it's not about you right not trying to hear that right we have perfectly capable lgbt people that uh want to speak and you know this isn't uh a seminar about how allies can deal with shit or or getting you know we want this person to to do all you need to do is be here right your presence and sometimes their presence is for those type of people aren't enough now you do have people that just understand you showing there actually speaks more volume than than you actually saying anything a lot of times depending on the situation you speaking actually detracts from the purpose of whatever the cause is because you speaking all of a sudden whatever the the cause was turns directly to you and a lot of times not trying funny on some instance you don't know what the fuck you're talking about so a lot of times you just be yapping and then speaking and a lot of times people people a lot of people going around going fuck you why why you got them doing it why can't you just show up and be quiet yeah and i'm not saying that uh Cause, and that's another reason i don't believe in allies like as a general term i also don't want to have people that feel like i gotta be quiet when i'm around or it, only this person can speak i do want to know what people have to say True. and i do want to i just i mean but that might lead to us not being cool mm-hmm. but i would rather know it than to not know it which is i just i just try to be upfront about that i don't like you know what i'm saying like there's some people uh i'd say pretty much all my friends i've had in-depth conversations about sticky topics with and based on that is how we either get cool or don't get cool you know but if a person comes to me basically on some fuck you shit later i'm or or whatever then of course we won't be cool but if they can kind of see my point and i can see where they're coming from because i want to know they're thinking too we can kind of work it out but what happens with some of these groups and organizations is especially when it's a minority group and the allies come in from this uh privileged group it's almost like the privilege takes over that space too so sometimes you do have to have a group with only these people in it so that Mm -hmm. they can so that you know with that with only those disenfranchised or marginalized people in it so they get to make the decisions about things because some of the shit is not gonna look so perfect to people with privilege it's gonna be you know it might be a demonstration that a person with privilege doesn't agree with come on now you know it might be uh some tactics that you don't like 
you know oh why we gotta disrupt traffic though people gotta get to class you know you just never know so anyway uh good for yell good for those guys and they they seem like they do have a goal to bring in other people and i hope they continue upon that goal and get other people involved i didn't say anything about race or anything uh i have no idea what the race of everybody is so we'll see about all that stuff but it's a start Mm-hmm. gotta start from somewhere yep um let's see what else um uh oh the feds tell carolina governor uh that anti-lgbt law violates civil rights act it does a north carolina law that bans transgender individuals from using the bathroom that corresponds with their gender identity violates federal civil rights laws by discriminating against students and employees on the basis of sex the justice department told governor pat mcrory on wednesday Vanita Gupta, the head of the Justice Department's Civil Rights Division, wrote a letter that gives McCrory until Monday to confirm that the state will not comply with or implement HB2. Um, federal observer, I mean, federal officials have previously said that states that fail to give transgender students full access are engaged in discriminatory activity. Last month, the federal appeals court in the Fourth Circuit ruled in favor of transgender high school students uh who is suing uh, of high, a transgender high school student who was suing his school board because he was banned from the boys bathroom the state of north carolina and mccrory have come under increased pressure from outside organizations as a result of the law uh which was passed to prevent the city of charlotte from establishing anti-discrimination ordinance um so yeah and along with other shit so something happened at your job you basically have to go federal you can't go to the state and be like hey they they over here fucking me around yeah they reinstated some shit but obviously left out protections for trans people and they left in the bathroom shit they left in the minimum wage uh limit so right you know they left in a lot of shit um the whole thing needs to be turned over and that's the whole purpose it's like hey you we gonna basically turn over the whole shit right um let's see what else we got here yeah because if the city of charlotte says okay we want to make a 15 dollar minimum wage because honestly it is not cheap to stay in charlotte (laughs) and so if charlotte said that's what we're going to do they should have the right we should have the right to do that uh caitlin jenner is in the news uh she uh is protesting the transgender bathroom law in houston on the season finale of i am kate uh she risked arrest as she traveled to houston to protest the city's anti-lgbt bathroom laws on the season finale on sunday of i am kate now this was uh i guess a couple weeks ago so i didn't i don't watch that show i didn't know it was ending uh the 66 year old star took action after learning that the u.s president candidate ted cruz a republican that who she supports for president has helped get the city's hero act repealed uh caitlin and her girlfriends once in houston ignored the laws thereby entering public restrooms and leaving signs that they had been there they even went to church services to confront some of the ministers that had helped get the equality legislation repealed by texas lawmakers the episode entitled houston we have a problem started with chris gender i mean gender <laughs> with chris jenner attending her first girls night in caitlin's malibu home caitlin told her that she had to be voted into the group with chris joking i'm screwed after passing the vote chris was given an official bracelet thanks i'm so honored said chris okay what does that do anything uh <laughs> uh can we get to the part where they have to right this is a whole episode recap um yes yeah, it is like a whole episode recap 
um so man it's got pictures and everything uh-huh. so basically you just watch the show if you read this shit uh anyway but things got serious as the group began discussing caitlin's preferred presidential candidate ted cruz and the repeal of the hero act that guaranteed rights to lgbt people jenny boylan asked caitlin if she would be prepared to talk to republican politicians but she told them she did not want to get involved in politics you're in a position to actually change things says kate bornstein uh jenny then bluntly told her that it was a republican politicians that had worked to repeal the hero act in houston they're not my people if they're against this issue big deal i'm not cheering them on said caitlin you are you're voting for ted cruz you are cheering them on said kate get in her ass right that makes no sense i want the girls to know that when it comes to trans issues i'm on the same side as them caitlin told the cameras that she decided to go to houston um don't care and about that's why this. people questioning you they go well how well how can you be fighting for the rights but yet the people that you quote unquote vote for are actually going everything against for the fact that you are you they are against that caitlin and the girls didn't travel to houston and met with executive director of the national center for transgender equality with encouragement from her friends caitlin walked into public bathrooms and left a sign that read the trans woman was here and nothing bad happened caitlin was warned that her actions could lead to arrest if they continue to put their signs up in bathrooms all around the city then they tried to meet up with some pastors who helped repeal the act but when they called the church they got hung up on so instead they ditched the cameras and went to two different church services and met the congregation it was all worth it for four for the four minute conversation that caitlin had when the reverend with the reverend said kate kate caitlin said to him i need you to know that your comments are highly offensive to me and to all trans people no one has said that to his face before caitlin said proudly after the activism group went out for drinks and the girls all congratulated caitlin for her development as an activist caitlin shed tears as she thanked her for joining her on her journey of self-discovery learning more about transgender issues all right well we'll see if they if she keeps that up right we'll see where it goes from here but that's what a lot of people said they've been wanting from her so it makes sense that they would make that part of the show Mm -hmm. so who knows maybe even the support of um all the shit up front like the i don't know i think marriage should be between a man and a woman and all this stuff maybe that was even a, a ploy to set it up for the show like i'm just gonna pretend to be clueless and not understand that the world is against me and what i because see that's the other thing people don't say is uh as a person who lived most of their experience as um with white male privilege um she has been privy to some conversations that let her know exactly what the fuck people think about her before this transition mm-hmm. like exactly what people was gonna think and exactly what they think about race all that shit like white people playing dumb to me is just so it's like men playing dumb it's so ridiculous you know when when somebody's like uh as a man you know i just i didn't even know that people look down on black women like then you're lying then you're lying in america then you're lying no one's that lucky you run into niggas and go oh this person's fucked up oh wait this person's fucked up okay this is a trend you know what i'm saying so anyway uh let's see what else happened here's another one uh bible bearing anti-lgbt christians quote-unquote are entering target stores and terrorizing customers oh damn you i can't shop in target in peace yeah i guess they so they they got videos of these they're posting on youtube what um, is they doing rebuking target for the open endorsement allowing trans testicles and perverts into the woman's bathroom that's the video caption 
This is your wake-up call. The Bible says that from the beginning, God made the male and female. He didn't make transvestites. He made the male and female. Jesus said, He that justified the wicked and condemned the just, both are an abomination. Both of them are abomination. Target, this is your warning. You will be judged according to God's standards. Not man's, but God's. The Bible says to fear God. The Bible says choose this day whom you will serve. Choose this day whom you will serve. You need to repent or you're going to see the lake of fire on judgment day. Yo, shout out to everybody in here telling him to leave. Now, I don't know what they're saying because he's black but uh or they disagree with his message or just that he's being disruptive but every person he's walking by nobody's like amen brother everybody's like man get the fuck out all i'm trying to do is fucking shop get out they have a sale on frilly linens and i need to get to them right i seen a sale on that crack pot i have my own i don't give a damn about what you talking about yeah target announced a new policy uh on letting transgender people use the bathroom that conforms to their identity police say his actions caused panic among store employees and customers so there you go idiots uh but shout out to target though that's that's good news for them mm-hmm. appreciate them uh stepping all the way up target to the like we want all the money mm-hmm. uh let's see let's uh let's oh and then keeping it target uh, this alabama city uh oxford alabama unanimously approved a new ordinance that will punish individuals for using restrooms that do not match their biological sex and stated on their birth certificate the policy is a direct response to target indicating that trans people are welcome and will be respected in their stores according to the text of the ordinance citizens have a right to wow they didn't even spell it right holy shit they rushed this so much they mean spelling it correct they rushed this so much that they spelled they meant to say solid quiet uh they meant to say quiet solitude and they spelled quite solicitude oh oh did uh nobody spell check did the uh did damon wayne's character from in living color spell this out? Ah! did you write this out citizens have a right to quite solicitude and to be secure from embarrassment and unwanted fecal intrusion <laughs> excuse me excuse me i mean contusion yeah <laughs> uh into their privacy while utilizing multiple occupancy bathroom or changing facilities by members of the opposite biological sex yeah they did this at night so you know they rushed it mm-hmm. that north carolina shit they was like oh we can we can't we can't raise teachers pay a raised principal's pay but you know what we can do meet within 24 hours and pass some shit this is why trans panic isn't a, de- a defense this is why this shit like this this is why it's a defense in court because this is essentially legislative trans panic yeah it's people freaking out trans people are gonna come in the bathroom and and then the make it so bad you know that the fucking head trip that this is the trans panic laws all really rely upon the idea that regular ass straight cisgender men 
are rapists right and essentially it is the threat that these rapists will now be allowed to go to any bathroom they want because before the rapists were just looking at those signs like uh vampires look at garlic and they were like i can't cross the threshold of the bathroom to do raping because the sign doesn't say i could go in there but if the sign says i can go in there then obviously i can get my rape on and i just been waiting for these signs to change my whole entire life can somebody just let me in and now they're going well no 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 if you're trans you can't use that bathroom because obviously the rapist will just follow right behind you so it's not really you it's really the rapist Hmm, i don't i don't know if anybody enlightened them uh if somebody decides that's what they're gonna do that they was doing that before this law i hope you know that right i hope you know this law ain't changed nothing right and not to mention obviously there's the, the the association of people that are on the lgbtq spectrum all are sexual deviants and rapists right so right which is fucking insane <sighs> oh man They're normal people just like you and me all right let's talk about some other stuff um africa bambata uh his bodyguard claims we, that bambata molested hundreds of boys we talked about <laughs> that's the thing we talked about this before and i was like these are grown men coming out with this and i was like this is something that had to be going on for very very i was like this cannot be isolated it it just maybe that's just the way i feel it's like and i really do think the bill cosby thing gave people the courage to come out and i think that my personal opinion whatever that group is they just was which he's over is so adamant against it i was like this doesn't make any sense yep so um apparently uh his name is uh shamsuddin sharif ali bay who alleges that bambada has been molesting boys since the 1970s and that he even walked in on bambada wow now why there's no police call right after that i don't know um there's all there's always a boy in his house when he leaves and gets home there's always a boy there i've seen them camped asking him for money he travels with late teens they those are the ones he takes overseas with him when i went with him on tour in the states i'd stay in one room and he would have boys in the room with him since the night since the 70s it's been hundreds i can say i walked in on stuff where i say what the fuck is going on allegations against the 59 year old began when ronald savage a former member of the zulu nation spoke exclusively with the daily news about his relationship with ben Bader and the several times that the planet rock artist molested him following savage's claims three other men came forward accusing him of abuse uh so wow since the 1970s yeah that's that's a a lot of people and i guarantee you it's a lot of men who um will come out a lot of and like the bill cosby thing a lot of them may not even be alive to today mm-hmm. uh it's shame that comes with rape male or female no no you know me no matter what your gender yeah. is it's i just mean because associated of with it because the patriarchy does a lot of shame for men right you well, have fucking you know. krs1 coming out saying that fuck shit well krs1 came out again today um he basically doubled down and said keep focused and ignore the haters uh so basically labeling people as haters that have some issues with his thing um 
basically uh he tried to say that he didn't say like it says i read a headline that said krs1 doesn't care if africa been bottom up molested kids wow really fortunately anyone could go to the audio and or video recording of my entire interview with Nori and see for themselves just how irresponsible such headlines are it seems that people will say anything these days to draw attention to their site but these are your words sir these are your words right we literally read his words your words nobody well, he made he nothing up he didn't give a fuck about that and uh okay anyway uh he says i'm indeed concerned about the accusations made against africa bambata uh but i will not become entangled in a controversy that seems to be less about justice and more about self-promotion and revenge self-promotion and revenge for what right who's making money who's uh, name the people that have victims of rape that are, are movie stars and their whole claim to fame was they got raped when you show me that person then we can talk until then i'm sick and tired of people coming out and saying when people come forward and say they are raped and it truly truly happened which 99.9 percent it is true so you might have a one or two percent chance that people make this shit up most rapes happen they truly happen and what does somebody have to do fucking rape them in front of you before you believe them and a lot of people still wouldn't believe it five people came forward already right oh, three or five or something that's four or five anyway uh and by the way how famous are they okay i just read right. one of their names and i can't remember it already like it's like it's not like people go oh man remember that rape victim she is so famous now right. you know what i mean like the case would have to you'd have to basically get caught famously lying to for people to remember your name but ain't no famous telling the truth people out there anyway uh he says uh um of course i care if a young person is being abused or even neglected my entire life is based upon the protect the protection and further development of young people i teach and inspire young people every day but as you can see irresponsible headlines like harris one doesn't care if africa been by the molested kids and trying to turn a funny song i did years ago into some kind of question regarding my character is precisely the type of sensationalist gossip which i really don't give a fuck about let us have focus and ignore these haters oh that's the second time that he said there's that something and, i'm supposed and, to get from that and, and it's just one of those things where the same way you're talking is the same oh faith oh focus and he counting and as part of the fucking which you're not supposed to do f-a-i-t-h faith and focus and ignore these haters okay go ahead i'm sorry no, and the same language and shit he's spewing is the same shit the hotel niggas roll up and down. And oh, he hotel. Oh, he hotel right. to the flow tip. Right, and and it's just it, it, it and it's one of those things where you just go, oh, okay. So I just have to disregard your ass, ass. Yeah, I said then as I'm saying now is not that I don't care at all about the accusations made against Africa Bambada. I'm saddened at the whole controversy and how it's being handled. It is not that I don't care. It's more the fact that I don't gossip. I don't take sides in real disputes that don't concern me. I don't slander people name and i don't believe in abandoning your friends when they may be accused of crimes or make mistakes in life that is, what is that is what is so confusing about that my position is clear at this moment all i'm seeing and hearing regarding africa bambata is gossip and sensationalism and like i have already said i really don't give a fuck about all that <laughs> it's like uh no i really care about the victims but i really don't give a fuck about the accusations <laughs> you don't care you saying you don't care you're saying you don't care and when people go you don't care he's like no i didn't say i don't care i said i don't, I don't care. care about the fucking accusations 
that these dudes are making so you don't care right i don't apply my mind to gossip or slander slandering the accused for the sake of slander is uh is confused is hat wait it's not justice nor is it seek the seeking of justice then what is the seeking of justice right like if i'm if okay say the cops do something to me and i don't have it on tape but i'm like yo this cop did some dirty shit to me and i'm like i'm telling the world this cop did some dirty shit to me and you go that's that's just slander you ain't seeking justice you just telling the world what happened that's fucked up i would like to see justice and healing for both the accusers as well as the accused but continuous slander and disrespect are not healing anyone or even correcting the situation disrespect and slander is never indicated that true justice is being sought and wow that's that wow disrespect and outright slander provide proves personal vendettas and revenge against the slandered and i don't participate in such immaturity nor am i naive to political setups and character assassinations oh wow so yeah he essentially is saying that he thinks they lying and slandering this dude and they shouldn't be saying this shit he, he like he can pretend that i'm not even saying it but yeah in your sticking up for friends and your sudden disregard for all levels of quote-unquote slander even though you're a conspiracy theorist your fucking self um all of a sudden it's nah these these this is a political assassination this character assassination yeah i, I peep game like you just don't have the courage to come out and, and say it but it's all up in the words uh just like that whack-ass uh <laughs> focus and ignore the hater shit um but uh yeah he says instead of using one's mind and time to gossip about africa bambata i think we should look closely at what it means to hate there's no forgiveness justice or healing on any level when hate is involved hate is also a federal crime as well as a spiritual disease what no that i think you misunderstand what a hate crime is you can hate shit and it don't be a crime that oh nigga oh not chaos one oh god why do we keep losing all our black men to ashiness <laughs> it really is just a it's an epidemic at this point it's mm-hmm. the lotion supplies are dwindling i i don't know what we're supposed to do about these brothers man i you grow up you listen to music you respect them you you look up to them you think they have some principles you think and then you just need not now just another ashy ass nigga man god damn you supposed to be somebody karis one i always respected this dude even though i didn't like his music i was like yo i really respect him as he's the curator of hip-hop and he uh he has, seems to have some type of moral sense about him and it's just like damn nigga you you just an ashy ass nigga too mm-hmm hate don't hate are you fucking serious don't hate that's what you that's what you take away hey this dude raped me and molested me and he won't admit it and he's been allowed to thrive in the community and it's a well-known quote-unquote secret and uh i'm i'm here to say something about it and let people know how he really is whoa brother don't start with all the hate how come black solidarity always gotta wait till somebody like fuck somebody up already right it's always like why can't we be unified after i fuck you up then we could be unified again like what like it wasn't unity if this guy was preying on these young boys it wasn't unity it was always bullshit 
there's no way to have both you cannot be a, a, a you can't pray on the community and then at the same time come around and talk about we need unity you know you're just a fucking parasite at that point what kind of cult shit is this man over fucking hip-hop you gonna this is fucking stupid man then he promotes his fucking album at the end just like nigga what is happening what is happening with you just i guess this is why we need better health care for our hip-hop people they they just say anything now serious students and apprentice of our culture can review paragraphs 20 through 29 of the 11th overstanding of the gospel of hip-hop pages 470 and 71 for further insight on the matter i've never heard of this book before <laughs> he must have wrote it the 11th overstanding of the gospel of hip-hop nigga anytime people start quoting scriptures i don't care if it's the hip-hop bible or not ah! i stop listening during the hip-hop appreciation week i will also be releasing a special instructional video entitled an introduction to hip-hop for those interested in upgrading their teaching in hip-hop go to krs1.com and blah 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 try to sell me a mixtape on the way out the door <sighs> all right so uh i guess a hundred so. yes <laughs> oh <laughs> let me see if i can find he gets a hundred and some lotion a <laughs> hundred hundred cc's of cocoa butter stat right that's a hundred fps whatever the thing is for for suntan lotion <laughs> um let's see what other stories we have um uh no that's too fucked up how about well I, they're all fucked up what am i saying <laughs> uh <laughs> oregon cancer survivor had a payday loan for three hundred dollars she got cancer got sick and uh because of the laws in oregon her payments ballooned up to forty thousand dollars how was that possible well it was uh taken out of the high interest rate of 153 percent the highest allowed under oregon law well and you know what and that's why uh, a lot of those little places uh a lot of being shut down a lot of states and a lot of states actually cap it off where they were like nah y'all can't be coming in here taking advantage of people charging them two thousand fucking percent on twenty dollars she got cancer she was too weak to work so the loan started you know piling up and now it's a forty thousand dollar loan uh her cancer is in remission so she had to declare bankruptcy so, off of three hundred goddamn dollars three hundred dollars they ain't never gonna see that money mm-hmm. and she can't take her complaint to the courts because her agreement forced her to go to before a private arbiter chosen by a rapid cash wow yep and she How would is also that even legal she also might be stuck paying the cost of representation hired by rapid cash to handle her case she lives off of one thousand two hundred and forty dollar social security check and she says there's just no way that she can afford to pay right yep so be careful out there guys right and these places don't do nothing but just take over but just uh a lot of times they're in the poor areas 
they're uh a lot of times they're 24 hours a day and mm-hmm. they they black and brown people right right and 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 that's through that's who they target they target a lot of times people who can who don't have credit for bank accounts and checking accounts and shit like that that literally literally this is who they target a lot of times they target people with english is not their first language um and shit like that so it's just one of those things where uh to me like i said how is this even legal like that ah oh, that makes you mad because you like this isn't reasonable mm-hmm. um <clears throat> a chicago woman sued starbucks <clears throat> sorry for putting too much ice in her drinks <clears throat> a chicago woman has sued starbucks corp in federal court claiming the world's largest coffee chain puts too much ice in chilled drinks and is seeking five million dollars for herself not class action Oh, lawyers have applied for class status for the lawsuit, which alleges that an ice drink touted as containing 24 ounces actually contains about 14 ounces of fluid. Uh, correct. They purposely do that. Everybody knows that, but it's one of those things where if I'm paying $25 for a frappe latte frappuccino, I better get all my ounces. Mm-hmm. But then there will be no ice then? Why don't you just order it with no ice then? You can if you want to. I mean, that's what I would do if that was the problem. Well, can't you say go light on the ice i don't i don't know Mm-mm, i don't know if she's gonna win this one she might not but i don't blame her because the shit too high for them to be cheating people so should they put no ice in it because every amount of ice they put in it will be less of the other stuff they can get in there that's true i just i don't this feels like a frivolous lawsuit i'm sorry <laughs> this feels like a frivolous oh, oh, lawsuit yeah, uh, the other one sounded ain't. the other one sounded legit where it was like they don't fill up cups to the top or whatever True. although i worry about that because then people are gonna say i spilled some coffee on my dick and i burned it and now i want a billion dollars <laughs> i fucking hate america that's all i have to say i don't even know what to say even before trump takes over it still sucks either way sue people for every fucking thing yes you can here make you a delicious latte with no semen in it <laughs> <laughs> that's how you repay them and spelled your name wrong mm-hmm. uh ken livingstone is suspended from the labor party over hitler comments you don't say <laughs> yeah, yeah he hit the wrong one now you'd have been safe with nigga you'd have been safe with jigaboo you'd have been safe with some of the other ones he's in london he's in london oh okay yeah 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 they don't play that over there yeah the the first clue to that should have been um when i said he was suspended from the labor party that's not yeah, but that's not a party here that's not a party here Karen. we just have democrats republicans green well tea. who well who, <laughs> well, who we knows of, we don't have a labor party who yet knows? we got the ground roots who knows i'm gonna say labor party that's bernie's party um yeah apparently he got suspended the suspension came after extraordinary extraordinary few hours of drama that began when the former mayor of london told the bbc radio uh london a, a facebook post by nas shah i don't know who that is nas shah the mp of bradford west that proposed moving all israelis to the united states was completely over the top but it was not anti-semitic let's remember when hitler won his election in 1932 his policy then was that jews should be moved to israel he was supporting zionism this before he went mad and ended up killing six million jews oh then shortly before midday the party row over anti-semitism erupted into open warfare when labor mp john mann accused livingstone of being a nazi apologist man uh mp of bassett law 
pursued livingstone into a tv studio accusing the former mayor of being a disgusting racist a disgusting nazi apologist following the interview with bbc radio london the footage captured by reporters in the building shows man repeatedly shouting at livingstone citizen laborers ruling national executive to go back and check what hitler did go back and check what hitler did by that point more than 30 labor mps had called for livingstone to be suspended from the labor party over the comments including current mayor of london candidate sadiq khan the campaign against anti-semitism has called for livingstone's expulsion from the party so far there's been no response to the row from uh party leader jeremy corbyn uh further footage shows man chasing livingstone into the building and shouting accusations of racism as the former mayor of london tells him to check his history they both was like check the history mm-hmm. you check the history hitler was all right you never go full hitler man everybody knows that mm-hmm. uh you know <laughs> no you don't and you know hitler's about the only one that even white folks over here respect yeah you can't be like hitler had some good ideas that's never like he, yeah no i'm saying he wanted a international railway system to put the jews on to kill him yes but <laughs> i mean yes, think about it everybody's like checking history on hitler but ooh, that's slavery don't yeah. you don't worry about your history on that shit Oh, I guarantee you they had slavery over there too i don't know if they had slavery over there though i don't know how that worked they deal with oppression just like we do over here yeah but every country ain't the same everybody don't have slavery the way we had it over here like our shit is fucked up too okay i'm sorry i just assumed that slavery was everywhere my bad uh i mean it might be but i don't i don't i i would check your history karen why don't you look up the history before you say stuff like that okay look up the history i will i assume if it's brown people there there was some form of oppression and slavery somewhere. it might be oppression and slavery not everybody was slaves not everybody was slaves you know it's a lot of black people that are like proud of that but it's like nigga that's a coincidence you that you yeah, could have been over here to- it's not like it's not like my ancestors like man we just so weak and feeble we just gonna be slaves but there are black people that uh historically their ancestors were not slaves so it happens good for you you was in the one spot uh i don't know i don't know i think it might be more than you think uh i just think that's how americanized our perception is about slavery is that we think it just happened to everybody I but do. there's a lot of people that come over here that, that have not experienced that true so um at any rate uh let's get into our next segment that's right actually you can have this one yeah you ain't got none no i got i got some i got i don't have anything yet that's for you there you go um that's right guys hive attack uh more people have been talking about beyonce and the articles are kept they just keep piling up man yeah i seen uh i don't know if we're gonna cover it but i seen a good one where you know it rained her concert was here this weekend and it rained karen i have everything okay my bad my bad okay don't ever insult me like that again on the air. <laughs> my, i'm sorry okay i do this beyonce reportedly gave uh paid a sixty thousand dollar fine possibly even more to give her fans their money's worth is this what you're talking about karen mm-hmm. okay all right i'm in formation all right (laughs) 
beyonce plays no games when it comes to the beehive tuesday night in raleigh north carolina uh she was here for the formation world tour and it rained so hard that she was performing in the rain it was lightning and stuff the the entire place was uncovered she told her fans if y'all are in the rain i'm in the rain mm-hmm. the weather worsened and lightning began to strike so the show got postponed fans were rushed into the arena for shelter some even going back to their cars however around 11 20 p.m the skies cleared a bit and beyonce was able to complete her show only one major problem though she still had an hour left of her set that would unfortunately take her over the time limit and it's rumored that the fine is a thousand dollars a minute um because of labor laws and union rules and stuff you can't just be like i'm gonna i'm gonna go over that's why uh outcast and they before the coachella they just shut it down mm-hmm. like it's just like boom, power out sorry you know beyonce went over her time and uh, which means the queen bee shelled out 60 grand just to give her fans a complete show and if that isn't worth worthy of some praise i don't know what it is ain't that the truth so they got their money's worth stay working hard man stay working She's like hard. we all gonna get wet out here also uh this performance was in north carolina as you guys have, would may have noted we have some draconian laws around gender here mm-hmm. so on com, she posted this uh hashtag be good equality north carolina works to prove y'all means all North Carolina has been drawing the attention of the masses for new legislation that blocks cities and local governments from passing anti-discrimination measures that could protect gay and transgender people. It all began earlier this year when Charlotte passed a decree expanding North Carolina's anti-discrimination laws allowing LGBT people protection in places of public accommodation. The ordinance, which was set to go into effect April 1st, would allow transgender people to use the bathrooms of the gender they identify as, amongst other progressive rights. Rather than accepting the progression in LGBT rights, that same night, legislators returned to the state house to overrule the ordinance that would ban discrimination against LGBT people. As at a special session, North Carolina's General Assembly proposed and passed the House Bill 2, HB2, uh, what has now come to be known as the Bathroom Bill. As the Formation World Tour makes its stop in the Tar Heel State in the midst of such a controversial time, we think it is important for us to bring attention to those who are committed to being good and carrying on the message of equality in the core of controversy. Among the many organizations doing the good work for this to get this bill overturned, there is Equality NC, a local organization dedicated to securing equal rights and justice for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer people, uh, North Carolinians uh i mean i'm saying uh lgbtq north carolinians to accomplish these goals equality nc tirelessly lobbies the north carolina general assembly executive branch and local government broadcast lgbt news stories and content and mobilize our communities on issues that matter including marriage equality parental rights inclusive anti-bullying policies employment discrimination hate violence uh privacy rights sexual education adoption domestic partnerships and hiv aids Mm-hmm. it's more than just equal- marriage equality y'all uh learning more about how you can support equality nc by donating volunteering becoming an ambassador attending an event or simply spreading the word learn more about equality nc on their website facebook or twitter and shop their merch here so yeah they um beyonce young you know did the show here and because a lot of people say just boycott these places and i'm not saying I- any form of protest is good in my opinion it all brings attention to the issue but uh she did something that a lot of people say is like well there's a lot of people here that don't agree with this shit and whenever something like this happens financially 
everybody suffers whether they agree with the shit or not right a lot of times our politics have been hijacked and we have to kind of fight to get them back but it's not an overnight thing Mm-mm. um so and i remember when trayvon got killed and people was like they should boycott going to florida and people were like but i don't i didn't i'm not okay with them shooting him right and but i would still like to go to the concert right or i or i work at the arena or, or whatever my business actually makes a lot of money around these concerts right and so now you're hurting our entire community for the actions of a person we don't agree with and then you have you further extrapolate it out and it's like oh wait a minute we're not the only place with this law on the book just like north carolina's not but using your spotlight to bring awareness to the issue and to the people trying to fix it is so dope and so forward thinking and that's why her uh why she's such a um uh like i said she's the greatest marketer alive as far as i'm concerned Mm. like she just she thinks the shit ahead like i don't know whether it's thinking of the, the team she hires yeah, people, some she, people try to farm out a lot of res- well her team thought of that okay well she hired the team yes she did she fired everybody even her cousin was like nope we cleaned the house and had a whole new crop of folks yep uh let's see what else is happening um this is on vh1.com dear straight man listening to beyonce is not a threat to your masculinity hey man uh 2016 niggas still need to hear this or yes they do masculinity so fragile is a real fucking thing when you when you bring that up everybody want to get in their fucking feelings but it is it is a real thing but yet women take and deal with a lot of bullshit and men just suspect them too and the second somebody clap back i gotta hear your fucking tears about the things that directly affect you when at the end of the day you have privilege and you don't want to see it niggas need to hear that they can listen to a woman's album in 2016 Mm -mm -mm. there are two types of men in this world those that are comfortable with listening to music created by a woman without feeling any sense of threat to their masculinity and the alternative a neanderthal that assumes the second you listen to the sound of a woman singing or rapping your penis longs for a sword fight <laughs> this is not a new concept but like most things triggered by the biggest pop star in the world beyonce it only becomes more prominent when she releases something insecure men scatter out like roaches in a raidless house the second the light flickers on one message that responded to this struck uh stuck out to me is from percival penman who says it's funny to see men react to other men finding beyonce's music enjoyable not unheard of to be a straight man who likes good music right uh i'm embarrassed for any man who thinks listening to a woman's music is a test of his sexuality or masculinity this would include numerous tweets sent out over days following the release of lemonade uh one dude are there even any straight male beyonce fans last year so maybe he had to search to find some of these people straight male beyonce fans like myself are outcasts lol proceed as dl stands or worshipers uh, another person said i think i'm one of maybe three percent of straight male beyonce fans of course i've heard this over time in classrooms locker rooms and barbershops i mean there are men who worship future the same way gay men and the dead worship beyonce or name any superstar athlete of the past century uh here uh and and he had a link i appreciate the videos like this so what is this video oh and it's been blocked okay um i will say this though um i think part of it is as a society we've decided like only the gay men like beyonce and whatnot and especially when her music was is named abby park what is this stop 
especially when um her music was more woman-centric and I, by woman-centric i mean like it was all my women that's independent and um uh bills and stuff a lot i think a lot of dudes are looking at it like it's single ladies mm-hmm. i think a lot of dudes are looking at it like just from the titles and uh the fact that women were getting their lives to her like well obviously this is against me like they weren't even looking at it as this is a women celebrating themselves this is just right. women. like it was this is against me it's bad it's uh the worst kind of music i fucking hate beyonce or whatever um and then i think once she got married and put out um beyonce self-titled album and then she put out this latest album i think just men have been more bold about being like i listen to it yeah there's a lot of uh straight men i listen to podcasts and a lot of straight men are like this shit goes this shit bangs i enjoy it it's her best album or some men be like you know what i never really paid any attention but i listen to this one and this one goes because truth be told beyonce literally stopped the world when she did lemonade so it was a lot of people that watched lemonade Mm -hmm. and was like oh this is what we doing i'm in yeah so uh at any rate sad that people gotta be notified but i i mean i'm assuming that's a lot of people that probably mm-hmm. think that but i feel like now it's almost cliche to say it you know what i mean but it's like i felt more like dudes weren't acknowledging that that album was jamming when i was listening to uh beyonce like i felt like it was more of a like you know all the words to flawless i'm like why the fuck don't you like you know what i mean like i felt like, like it was don't you more, wake up flawless what's happening here yeah i feel like lemonade is just people finally kind of coming out like no i fuck with this i mean there's been many a pre-show where people show up and i'm just jamming out the like Nicki minaj and beyonce and shit because that's what the fuck i wanted to listen to i didn't think i had right. to explain it or it had anything to do with my masculinity i you, mean you shouldn't it's have a song to. You, you know what i mean right you shouldn't have to and and uh most mature men that have plenty of cocoa butter rubbed in their skin does not have this issue <laughs> but for those of you that are cocoa butter deficient yeah that's my song, what you're talking to my song right now is uh this this woman named camilla mm-hmm. uh it's, it's an album called a good night in the ghetto mm-hmm. and it's a song called niggas oh shit and it's just her talking about all these niggas she fucking it's so good let me see if I can play some for y'all in case y'all didn't hear me before the show. Beat go hard. It sounds so old school. Yep. Like some 90s shit. He said that he wanna be my boyfriend. He wanna be my boyfriend. But he can't tie me down. Tie me down. Cause I don't really wanna be his girlfriend. Don't wanna be his girlfriend. At least not right now. Not right now. I got I got niggas, I got niggas. I got niggas, I got niggas, I got niggas. I got niggas, I got niggas, I got niggas. Don't have to understand it, but this is how I'm living. I got a nigga out of Oakland, he be riding for me. Gives me air till I'm red, then I ride him to sleep. Cruise the streets in his Jeep till I ride him my free. We don't tell nobody nothing, we just lie and we creep. In the same. So she basically just go about, she got a South nigga and a New York nigga but like i never be listening to that and be like well i'm gay now right i rapped about fucking niggas so therefore by the transitive properties of music uh-huh. it's time to go tell karen i'm out of the closet oh lord uh all right last one on the hive attack now you know this is a 
some special level of hate right here it's on your web e-u-r web oh i thought you meant my web i said who, i ain't got no web your web and it's by a guy named Corey alexander haywood um and it's titled now that beyonce is done eating from the white man's hand <laughs> she's finally ready to be a negro how convenient oh lord shots is fired i hate disappoint you she was always a negro <laughs> that didn't change sir she's been a negro since she's been born <laughs> why is that the title and why is that okay right who approves of this and i editors editors people editors i am pro editor this is what happened when you get people log in and say post shit now this is by a black man in case you couldn't tell i don't know if you could tell right away no i thought it was white man uh no it is by a black man (laughs) yeah you could be racist too yeah you know how it is it doesn't take much to and she a woman so yeah she Mm -hmm. she a woman how 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 dare a woman comes and hang and and uh loves herself and talks about her sex life open and talks about her marriage open how dare she i mean his problem that doesn't seem to be his problem about the sex yet uh he says she may have the rest of the world oh well let me oh yeah she may have the rest of the world food but anyone with sound judgment can see that beyonce is the furthest thing from a black militant the hands of white privilege have been instrumental in shaping her multi-million dollar empire by Corey alexander haywood two comments uh shout out to his editors though uh, you say he don't got editors but it starts with the views opinions and positions expressed by the author and those providing comments are theirs alone and do not necessarily reflect the views opinions and uh positions of your web or any employee thereof yeah, so they distance themselves enough yeah they probably made him they was like we ain't gonna check this but you better post this because because you because we're not having the behalf shut our fucking website down post this before you post your article all right so let's get into his article karen but at first, I need the music. There we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. He says, <clears throat> Will the real Beyonce please stand up? No, I'm not referring to the Afrocentric imposter we saw during this year's Super Bowl halftime show. I'm talking about the industry puppet who has a history of wearing blonde wigs in European fashion. In an ironic series of events, the Beyonce lookalike who performed that day was escorted to the arena by a motorcade of police officers. She later proceeded to perform a song that many listeners have interpreted as offensive and threatening to law enforcement. Added insult to injury, Beyonce's team of background dancers were dressed in similar fashion to the Black Panther Party of the 1960s, a civil rights group that became notorious for its animus towards police. I'm inclined to disagree with those who have accused Beyonce of being a cop hater, however. However, I can't ignore the irony. I can't ignore the irony of the swelling beneath her sudden transformation into a new age Angela Davis. Mm. Riding on the momentum of her pretentious Super Bowl performance, Beyonce has upped the proverbial ante with her most recent Lemonade album it was released on her and her husband jay-z's music streaming service title as well as in the form of a full-length visual presentation on hbo 
the 12 song offering is a 45 minute medley of themes that include black nationalist feminist feminism infidelity and of course love explains jerome hudson in an article he wrote for breitbart.com this nigga read breitbart oh what kind of nigga are you uh-huh. jesus christ buddy what the hell is a bright bark oh, it's a racist right wing bullshit site i was so okay. glad when that man died on the street anyway um <laughs> lemonade is rife with racial poli- racial politics he says the film features the mothers of michael brown and trayvon martin two black men whose death were used to launch the anti-police black lives matter movement hudson continues damn how much of this shit you got in your article bro at one point in the short film the voice of a slain nation of islam leader malcolm x is heard saying the most disrespected person in america is the black woman the most unprotected person in america is the black woman the most neglected person in america is the black woman by infusing her album with the controversial imagery and powerful quotes from some of america's most revered civil rights icons it appears that beyonce is working overtime to prove her blackness however in my opinion she's too late the hands of white privilege have already been instrumental in shaping her multi-million dollar empire for years the grammy award winning singer has lined her pockets with corporate dollars from you know who ah who who baby who i'm assuming a white man okay as her bank account ballooned to the hundreds of millions throughout early 2000s we never heard a peep from beyonce about racial discrimination or police brutality now that her nest AA combined with Sean Jay-Z Carter's wealth is larger than ever, the opportunistic performer is feeding on the publicity attached to her pretentious role as Black America's newest heroine. A couple years ago, Time Magazine called Beyonce one of the most influential people. She could have used this opportunity to speak out against racism, but she instead chose to continue producing stripper music. Ha <laughs> what stopped her from using time's platform to lament the global scourge of police brutality then if i had to guess it's because she knew better than the upset massa that's right it wasn't long ago when critics were accusing beyonce of using bleach cream to lighten her skin now all of a sudden the black community is rallying around her and raising her up as a second coming of harry tubman let me get this straight all beyonce had to do was produce one song about black pride and suddenly she become an honorary black panther are you negroes that gullible oops i forgot you are the same idiots who voted for president obama in 2008 and you thought he would give you 40 acres and a mule (laughs) hey don't beat yourselves up obama has 11 months left in the white house there's still a chance he'll provide that reparation that you negroes have been praying for uh nobody do the math on that it's not 11 months apparently he hotel math adds a couple months to the calendar i don't know (laughs) (laughs) there's a little less than that baby (laughs) see brother you don't separate you don't celebrate black vimba or hotel very Oh, no. <laughs> right there that's where you fucked up i skipped both of those months beyonce's i'm black and i'm proud moment during the super bowl has even garnered the attention of minister louis farrakhan ironically the singer has earned millions in endorsements from white owned companies pepsi Covergirl, etc and yet minister farrakhan who has on many occasions cursed the existence of white people recently offered to provide beyonce with protection in the event that police officers boycott her concert 
if you ask me that old fart is trying to get his old liver spotted hands on two things publicity as usual and a handsome donation from the carter family but who am i to judge clearly the honorable minister is an opportunist who like beyonce is taking advantage of society's insatiable media driven appetite for racially motivated incidents of police misconduct you know how you know how much that sells when she performed during the super bowl intermission in 2013 beyonce didn't utter a peep about racial discrimination or police brutality that's because it wasn't a hot button issue then the world hadn't fully understood the severity and frequency of police brutality within the black community and more importantly the media had better things to exploit for ratings than the unlawful death of unarmed black men and women at the hands of law enforcement today however due to the efforts of those associated with black lives matter the viewing public has developed a carnivorous hunger for racially charged miscarriages of justice particularly when they involve officers of the law and if you ask me nobody asked you if you ask me (laughs) and that's only if you ask beyonce shrewd operation a business mind oh who am i kidding everyone knows that jay-z is the brains of the operation oh had to get that misogynistic slight in there huh she can't even be the brains of her own career mm-hmm. is a driving force behind the new militant single racism has become more marketable than sex yes you read that correctly beyonce has optimized the latter now she is capitalizing on the former in a very big way compared to her other hit singles formation isn't her best work the song lyrics are particularly clever or thoughtful it's only saving grace is the coinciding music video that features a young boy imitating michael jackson while a line of nearby police officers in riot gear watch him perform with scorn in their eyes the imagery includes beyonce sitting on top of a police car that is slowly sinking water there's also a shot of graffiti reading the word stop shooting us although i applaud beyonce for doing her part to shed light on a serious issue it seems awfully convenient that she had released such a controversial song in the midst of heightened tension between minorities and police on one hand an argument can be made that she's finally using her international celebrity to bring more awareness to america's race problem but if you're a cynic like me the whole thing seems like a masterfully crafted rules there you guys go mm-hmm uh his name once again Corey a hayward um and uh he he uh, has a lot of things to say now somebody on twitter who saw me <laughs> tweet this article went to his twitter account and uh it only has 132 tweets but i don't think i'm overstating it when i say uh problematic at best mm-hmm. uh the reason why black people care so much about black history is because they aren't doing anything now worth celebrating hashtag get over the past said that 98 days ago uh we have 12 months before next year's uh oscars until then blacks should focus on accomplishments that matter unity wealth and education blacks may not vote for trump but their incessant whining has pushed white voters beyond the brink of logic and into the arms of trump that's right it's all black people's fault 
my six-year-old brother told me yesterday that he wants to be white like his friends at school smart kid so that's what that's what this commentary is coming from guys everybody gotta have a take you could have said nothing yeah you could have said nothing but you had to say something you couldn't help yourself and that's how you end up as part of the hive attack that's 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 all it takes now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room to guess the race and the chat room is racist that's right they can't help themselves guys uh today uh guess the race is brought to you by bevel mm-hmm bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for your coarse curly hair and sensitive beautiful skin mm-hmm. step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps mm-hmm. get clear smoother skin so you won't hate yourself like that dude that wrote that shit about beyonce okay <laughs> speaking of needing a close cut he need to cut that shit out am i right guy well you can cut all the irritation out of your life and all the discoloration and bumps by using bevel four out of five men reported reduced uh bumps and discoloration and and irritation uh and they want to give you the first month free like i wish i could the only better offer is if they pay you i mean at this point right if you're holding out it's your fault you look at that them bumps on your face that's your fault you got family members you look at that the bumps on their face going mm i mean father's day father's day is coming okay you're too late for mother's day and also i don't know how you would have that conversation in the first place but for father's day Uh it's coming up plan now be the son or the daughter or the nephew or the niece or the whatever that that person looks at and goes damn you was thinking about me get bevel.com code free tbgwt get your first month free at get bevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com code free tbgwt all right to the schism an argument over facebook led to a good samaritan's death oh now we are guessing the race of the person that shot her okay guys not the lady getting shot quenisha johnson says she's in a lot of pain both physically and emotionally a day after her husband allegedly shot her in the leg and killed an armed good samaritan who tried to intervene in the domestic dispute um wow she told uh what what side is this on wfaa she told us by phone tuesday the situation began because of a picture she posted on facebook the night before johnson showed news eight the picture the selfie shows johnson alone leaning towards the camera the picture is not so risque that it needed cropping or editing to be appropriate for our website uh so look at this picture can we think about this picture i mean it's, it's sexy yeah so, I, don't, I don't i mean 
show a little bit of boob but yeah it's a little booby working on there okay. yeah but no no areola no nipple right well quenisha johnson says this picture that she posted on facebook led to a deadly altercation between her husband and a good samaritan who tried to intervene in a domestic dispute oh that's my nightmare is that i that i see somebody doing some crazy shit and then i had that like i i have to do something like you know that that impulse like mm-hmm. i can't just watch this happen and then you get killed because motherfuckers like i definitely don't care about your life uh her husband 22 year old ricky Braddon, didn't like it he thought it was drawing too much attention but johnson told us that Braddon later called her and apologized for losing his temper temper over the f- picture the conversation ended with Braddon telling johnson he loved her and have a good day johnson went to work monday morning at walgreens um and didn't see the missed calls and the text from brad until she picked up the phone about 11:30 a.m she looked up and saw her husband who was in the army and stationed at fort hood standing outside the walgreens she said she walked out and asked him why he was there and if the army knew he left the base he was just saying i was tripping and i wanted attention from other people and attention from my husband just wasn't enough and i was trying to explain to him that i married you you're all the attention that i needed and i could feel that he was getting mad so i tried to walk off and that's when i heard him pull the gun out shit well these military marriages be draw me the messier than a motherfucker though it tell you that much from living in fairville mm-hmm. no, don't get they, involved they something else they be doing some crazy shit dog uh she says her husband of less than two months who she met at duncanville high school in 2009 shot at her feet and missed johnson says her leg was hit when she ran into the store damn, damn. johnson told her co-workers to lock the doors and another shot ran rang out newly released 911 recordings from police revealed customers were hysterical when they called to report the two shootings after you heard shots coming from inside the store oh wait and you heard shots coming from inside the store you can hear a 911 dispatcher say yes i was at the drive-through oh my goodness i think i still hear them a caller said anthony tj Antell, an arlington crossfit gym owner military veteran and father of three witnessed the dispute between johnson and brad and he went to his car and retrieved a gun confronted brad and tried to make a citizen's arrest inside johnson heard one more gunshot followed by her high school sweetheart's car speeding away brad allegedly shot Antell and fred fled scene so the whole good guy with a gun thing did not work out mm. Antell died in the parking lot from multiple gunshot wounds his wife witnessed the murder oh he went into protective mode said pastor mark lawrence an antel family spokesperson he's a father protective by nature he thought he could help right yeah you won't hear that the nra won't be touting that good guy with a gun shit for this one gun safety experts and concealed handgun instructors say every situation is different when it comes to someone intervening we do a ton of the what ifs and what if i'm out and this happens what if i'm out and this happens says cassie shockey an instructor at shoot smart in fort worth uh she says in general if a gun owner ever feels hesitation or questions with whether they can intervene successfully it's best to avoid getting involved that has always been her advice to nearly 1800 students she has helped through the past four years it's difficult to make those snap decisions it's literally a decision that could cost you your life so if someone something that is something that needs to be made cautiously johnson learned of the good samaritan's actions while she was in the hospital monday she says she is so sorry that a stranger sacrificed his life trying to protect hers Mm-mm-mm uh that's just wow anyway guess the race of the shooter who they did find an arrest uh later on um but uh ricky Braddon is his name he turned himself in after he called his superiors at fort hood as he was driving down interstate 35 and confessed to opening fire on his wife and then the man who tried to stop him 
faces a murder charge and an aggravated assault charge as well as an emergency protective order to keep him away from his wife Mm-mm-mm. all right guess the race of ricky braddon uh people in the chat and i'll show you her selfie in a second all right black says elliot uh gourmet goober also says black okay getting a lot of black here black says richie pretty ricky what they call him black petty ricky uh black thirsty thursdays in the tbgwt facebook group got too lit (laughs) (laughs) man one of you niggas make the news man i swear to god i delete that group everybody got to go we got to reset i'm not no we are not being on the news because y'all don't know how to handle yourselves ashy black icky ricky black gunslinger ricky wayne black <laughs> ricky wayne uh held the gun sideways when he fired the correct answer is and all of you guys got it he was black man it's sad but his wife is so lucky she just got shot in the leg it's not like he was trying to kill her right two months right of marriage two months you shouldn't be marrying nobody you don't trust like that anyway uh, the one picture you ready to go plus you knew you married just take a selfie sexy woman when you you know yeah. anyway you can't be killing people Mm-mm. now your ass in jail for murder motherfucker stupid um and and buddy that tried to stop him with the gun yo do not watch movies okay that's not how it goes all right bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round or guess the race so far everybody's one for one but let's see how they do when everything's worth more points i'm sure the chat room is getting very nervous right now a mm-hmm. uh, crying eight month old was left in the car while her dad went to them what oh so he had to he had to get them scrunches and squats in and that cardio it was ab day and the abs ain't gonna do themselves karen sure ain't Uh, you you can't crunch the baby trying to win dad of the year you know Mm -hmm. i know you know when he gets home he counts that as spending time with his girl with his baby like yeah you know i spent time with baby girl what'd you do i just took it to the gym parking lot then i went in then i did me some legs okay a shocking eyewitness news exclusive in north hollywood the father of an eight-month-old facing serious charges after police say he left the baby alone in a car it happened outside of a gym where the father's a trainer and eyewitness news reporter leon Suter is live in north hollywood with this exclusive story uh, and ellen it certainly is an unthinkable crime police say that that father a personal trainer chose to go to the gym leaving his child in the garage you see behind me here all alone until she was found by a maintenance worker. Paramedics rush this baby girl to the hospital after she's found alone, strapped in her car seat in an unlocked vehicle in this North Hollywood parking garage. Holy shit. A maintenance worker making a startling find. He went in panic mode. He couldn't believe what he was seeing. You know, a baby. Nobody around in the parking lot, not even walking by, so he knew that the baby had been in his eyes abandoned inside the vehicle. And the baby just seemed like really bothered. Was in the back seat in the baby seat. 
and just constantly crying. Her father arrested at the scene after police say the 28-year-old left his daughter in the car to go to the gym. It's extremely careless and it's, uh, it's very selfish to leave a, an infant that's eight months old uh, in a car uh, with the motor running, unlocked in a parking structure. Account identified as Solomon Allen, a personal trainer. Police say he was in the gym over an hour meeting with a client, leaving his daughter unattended in the car until that maintenance worker heard her cries around 9 a.m. Not only just the, the safety of the child, uh, eight-month-old could have had some issues uh, in the car by himself, but also to leave the engine running and to leave uh, the car unlocked. Uh, we've had, I think, about over 290 stolen vehicles in North Hollywood just this year. The outcome certainly could have been much worse. The baby was checked out at the hospital and released to her mother. The eight-month-old safe and sound, thanks to that keen worker. He saved the life. In my eyes, uh, you know, anything could have happened. Yeah, thankfully, he heard the little girl's cries. Now, her father is uh, in custody behind bars, now arrested on a charge of child endangerment. Live in North Hollywood, Lee Young Suter, ABC 7 Eyewitness News. Leave my baby and come a bitch press your ass. Mm hmm. Uh, so, guess the race of Solomon Allen, father of the year. Uh, <laughs> See you in the chat room, uh, please. Hey, Karen, you had to get them abs in, you know? Just mm, give a damn about your abs. You better add with my baby crying beside you. Uh, admiring his games, Jim Bro White. Not showing, not trying to raise a daughter white. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dude, bro. Left the engine running, white. Well, you don't want the baby to, to freeze it, though. You got put a little heat. Crossfit champ, Caucasian. Drowned out the baby's cries with mega death in his headphones white. Oh. Will brag that he takes care of his kid black. Oh. <laughs> my baby was had, at least my baby had air. Oh, that's evil, Evie. That's evil. White, black, nothing but a peanut, black. Well, most of you guys missed it. He was black. I couldn't believe that either. And he was jacked. Also, uh, some of you got it right. <laughs> he gonna be so buff when he get out of jail. Y'all ain't gonna be able to tell him shit. Mm-mm. He about to be like, I'm gonna get all the bitches and then get them pregnant and then not take care of these kids. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right all right uh let's get into uh the last thing let's talk about some sword ratchetness And that's uh that's why you gotta lift weights so you can be careful be ready for them people with swords a navarra man is behind bars after being shot while attacking his father with a sword oh good take the case took care of itself um yeah apparently um in a arrest report the victim robert spindler 
described mcclanahan spindler as an on-again off-again resident of the home who he believes suffered from mental health and substance abuse issues spindler said he woke up sunday to find his son in the home and at some point in the day the two of them got into a verbal altercation according to the report spindler said around noon mcclanahan spindler appeared in the doorway of his room brandishing an antique sword and threatening to kill him spindler reportedly said he retrieved the shotgun and shot at his son with the intention of winging him to stop the attack uh mcclanahan spindler responded i mean suffered a gunshot wound to his right shoulder dropped the sword and fled to a neighboring residence to request help he was transported to baptist hospital with non-life-threatening injuries he was interviewed by srso investigators based on crime scene evidence and statements from both men investigators wrote they believe that mcclanahan spindler was the primary aggressor and spindler acted in self-defense mcclanahan spindler was released to the hospital around 4 p.m and booked into the county jail which is currently being held without bond man turn a father a son against his father oh but he made the right decision who's this ramsey <laughs> he said i'm happy to hear that father and then he stabbed him with the sword <laughs> right that's what ruth Bowden needed a shotgun yeah, much saved his life would have been all right all right guys we'll be back uh saturday for the feedback show for those of you who are um premium we'll be back friday for balls deep and pregame can't wait to talk uh all the crazy sports shit that's been happening and um we'll also have uh if you guys anybody watch happen leonard other than me and justin the two people that might have ever heard of this uh we did an off-season review for that and i'll make sure to put that out within the next uh 48 hours so premium people can listen to that as well all right we'll talk to y'all later on go to shadow doll production on their youtube make sure you go to adamandee.com code tbgwt and get bevel.com code tb uh code free tbgwt free b little bit of free tbgwt all right we'll be back uh saturday until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.